In my life, like many of you, I imagine, I have been blessed with wonderful friendships. I've always known that there are people who I can count on to be there for me no matter what. Because of the community that I've chosen to be a part of, I know that I am covered if I ever need help or support of any kind. These dear people are like touchstones for me. They keep me grounded when my anxiety threatens to overcome me. They are my anchors when I feel like life has sent me drifting out to sea. They are friends, family members, and friends who have come to be like family. People I have gathered from all different parts of the world, from different points on my journey through this life. I know if I ever needed anything, that they would give it to me if they could, no questions asked. They are my beloveds who have been with me through thick and thin. But the thought, the mere thought of one of these people betraying me, sacrificing me to ease generalized anxiety, turning my life upside down with falsehoods, the mere idea sends chills through my body, and I know I am not strong enough to bear the pain of that betrayal alone. Dr. Bartlett, our guest preacher for the preaching series this week, talked about betrayal. I'm paraphrasing him a little. He said, it's not the lure of the evil one seeking to pull us into the darkness that hurts us, but the betrayal of a beloved, a friend, a person whom you've allowed yourself to be vulnerable with and depended upon when they turn on you and you experience that unexpected deep pain that is true betrayal, not the evil one lurking around, but the trusted beloved. Jesus is there, swimming in that deep abiding pain of betrayal. He has gathered his disciples throughout his ministry. They have traveled with him far and wide, listened to him proclaim the good news. They obeyed his teaching and worked alongside him. They witnessed him healing the sick and performing miracles. They have shared meals together and journeyed together. They know his family. They know Jesus. He is their teacher and they are his disciples, his friends his beloveds. He depends on them, and they depend on him. But the pressure is on. The chief priests are feeling threatened and angry. Emotions are running high, and tension is in the air. And these very same disciples, his beloved friends, begin betraying Jesus, left and right. 
Jesus carries with him the pain of knowing that Judas will betray him and Peter will deny him and all the disciples will desert him. In the Garden of Gethsemane, for a moment, we are invited into that intimate space between Jesus and God, and we experience the fullness of his vulnerability, the fullness of his humanity. For a moment, carrying the pain of these betrayals and knowing the reality that will come with betrayal is all too much for Jesus to endure. He takes Peter, James, and John, his friends, away with him to pray. He knows he can rely on them. He trusts them to be with him in his vulnerability, in his distressed and agitated state. And he prays, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me. The betrayals have already been foretold, but have not yet happened. It is still possible to slow down the momentum that is building and prevent all of the events that will lead to his death. God, remove this cup from me. But his disciples, the pillars who are there to support him and pray with him in the garden, have left Jesus alone and fallen asleep. Even as his prayer is being said, the betrayal has already begun. He is truly alone. And yet, even in the midst of struggling with his pain of betrayal, there is grace. Jesus continues to offer unconditional love and forgiveness to his disciples and those around him. The grace is that he remains with his disciples. Instead of lashing out in anger on this his final night, instead of walking away lonely, hurt, and confused, Jesus stays within the community of believers, the very same community that will abandon him. He breaks bread with Judas, who will betray him, and with Peter, who will deny him. And even after Peter, James, and John have repeatedly let Jesus down by falling asleep in the garden, he invites them to continue on the journey with him. In his grace, we are again reminded that the invitation to follow Jesus is unconditional. The love that he offers us has no limits, and his forgiveness is free. In the face of doubt, disappointment, denial, and betrayal, Jesus continues to walk with love. Even during these moments of revealing his true humanity and vulnerability, Jesus grants forgiveness 
and continues his offering of love. How might our lives be transformed if we acted with intention as Jesus did? If we unconditionally loved one another, friend and stranger alike, forgave one another, fed one another? What would it mean for our lives and for the world if we remained committed to staying within our community, even when that community betrays us? Instead of walking away, what would actively loving one another, even through betrayal, look like? As his disciples, Jesus invites us into a different way of living in the world, loving our enemies and our friends, those who are difficult to love, and those who have no one to love them. Even now, as we sit with Jesus in the pain of his betrayal, Jesus invites us to love because it is the only way to live. It is how our lives are transformed by God.